Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We're pleased to announce that this season, the Spurs show is sponsored by Green King Sport, where football is more than a game. Green King Sport venues are showing every single televised Spurs fixture over the 23-24 season. And with more than 900 sports pubs across the UK, it doesn't matter whether you're based in Tottenham or Tyneside. You can catch every single minute of the action. Keep an eye out during the season for events, offers, content and competitions that put you closer to the action. And if you can't get along to the Villa game, why not watch it in the next best place? A Green King pub. Hello and welcome Spurs fans around the world to another Spurs show. Theo Delaney here. Special one this because I am sitting in London's glamorous West End at the Albany Pub. Good evening, everybody. And with me tonight to discuss the state of affairs that we are in, my regular accomplices, I've got Martin Lipton here. Hello, Martin. Good evening, good evening, good evening. And Jerry Cox is here too. Always happy to be here, Theo. Good to see you both. Now, later on, we're going to have David Howells here. So we're looking forward to that. But before that, we do the regular show. And uh, whereas up until recently, we would be sitting here grinning like Cheshire cats, we now have knotted brows because, of course, as we all know, game before last, everything went not just a bit, everything that could possibly go wrong (laughs) went wrong. It really did. And then we had the absolutely shocking experience of losing in uh, uh, winning as we went into the time added on at Wolves and then losing the game. So we've lost two on the trot, having not lost before that. We've had this international break, which usually is something you dread. And it, and it has dragged. I don't, nobody likes an international break, but you kind of felt like you needed to get away from the, the angst of everything. And now we face this Sunday a very difficult game on paper, it would appear, against an inform Aston Villa, known 
now as Big Spending Villa or Inform Villa. They're coming at the wrong time as far as we're concerned. How badly tits up has this season gone, Jerry? Not so badly at all, I think. Um, if you look at it, if we'd have just held on, I know it's all ifs, buts and maybes, but if they'd have just held on for that final five-minute stoppage time, they'd have gone into the international break, top of the table again. Um, a good recovery from the defeat against Chelsea, which, let's face it, was just a car crash of a football match. But, yeah. you know, the damage, the fallout was tremendous <laughs> and long-standing, long, standing, long um, implications from that. But the Wolves game was sort of getting back on track, a bit of a, it looked like another ugly away win like Luton. And they just couldn't hold it, couldn't hold it for the last few. So it's not terrible, realistically. Um, and the position they're in is still not terrible, given that, you know, City drew and results didn't go too badly against them. Um, Villa is a great chance to get back on track, it's a home game. Um, albeit with a depleted squad and Villa, as you say, the most informed side in the country since... The previous international break, they've, they've got more points, more goals, I think. Um, certainly more points than anyone in that period. So they're a very strong team and, and actually have a, a, a good record at Spurs over the last two or three years, you know. So did the double against us last year. Mm. Um, you know, Emery has absolutely transformed them. I mean, it really yeah. is striking. So it's a tough one. But, you know, we believe in Ange, don't we? And, we, it, and you know... <laughs> He believes in it. He believes in the way we play. It will call, and he said all along, there'll be bumps in the road. Um, Chelsea was a huge one. Uh, Wolves was a bump, you know. Um, but it, he's not going to change his way, uh, the way he plays, and he, he believes in it. And we've got to, we've got to sit it out for the long term. And I'm still, for the season, still very optimistic, and and cannot stress enough. You know, it was it was four years ago this week that Jose Mourinho arrived, um, and in that period, up until and arrived, we haven't really seen Tottenham. You know, this is this is Tottenham. We've got our Tottenham back. Yeah. So we'll have we'll have um, ups and downs, but um, completely, completely buy into it now and much happier than I've been for a long time. Mm -hmm. Martin, we were going so well, of course, and a lot of that was based on the fact that we all of a sudden, for the first time since peak Pochettino, we suddenly had an 11 where you couldn't really see a great weakness. But what the, the, the thing was, what you realised was if you lost one or two of those key players you know it'd be a problem and all at what we lost a load all at once uh and we've still lost we, we romero won't be back uh Bissouma's now suspended again but more troubling than that looking forward you know over the next few weeks is madison and um van der ven who are going to be missing until we think january do you think these next few weeks, you know, coming up to Christmas, going through Christmas and into January, do you think it's a case of trying to eke out as many points as possible in these circumstances? Or do you think we can actually get back to winning ways and, and, and really get on a run? I think actually it's, it's a bit of both in, that, in some regard. If you look at where we are now, if, if you'd been offered the day before the season began, when Kane was sold one point off the top after 12 matches, you'd have bitten the hand off of anyone who offered it to you. So let's put it into perspective. The start was so good, better than any of us could have imagined, that it's actually allowed a few dodgy results because you're still, Tottenham, whatever happens, will be in the mix. The key this season, nobody in this room, I'm sure, nobody at home, nobody listening, ever thought Spurs were going to win the league this year. And if they did, well, good luck. I've got a vision I can sell you across, you know, a, yeah. a desert. So it wasn't viable. What the, the aim target for the season was is, is top four, stroke five, 
Champions League next year. Whatever happens over the next month and a half, Spurs will be in that fight. The issue now is how the manager looks at what he's got and can find a way to get some results. Doesn't mean winning every game, but some results over the next few weeks to get some points on the board in the next six games to try and get eight to ten points. Then Spurs are still in that in contention for what we what we were aiming for. And it's not ideal. It's not what some people were hoping for, but it's a realistic issue. Now we have serious, significant issues. Uh, no Romero for the next two games. No Van de Ven for the next six, eight games. Let's find out. Hopefully it's sooner than that. Adogi wasn't in the Italian squad because of an injury, so yeah. we don't know how he would be a big loss if he's out for any time. You could because he's been so so good apart from his you know head loss moments against against Chelsea. Madison clearly has been one of the best players in the entire Premier League this season, but others have got to come to the party. Uh, you know, it's it's no good moping about injuries. Every team gets injuries. It's part of football. Yeah. And the problem that Spurs have got is we all feared there was a squad of effectively 15. Yeah. Well, actually, maybe only have been 13. We'll yeah. find out. Yeah. And therein lies the issue. You've got to deal with it. And he's, he may have to do something he, he wouldn't want to do, which is actually change the way he sets out the team. Not the approach, although against Wolves, it was a little bit like all our yesterdays, wasn't it? That, that intensity had disappeared. I don't know why, but it wasn't there. They hadn't played like that at any point this season other than when they were man down against Luton. Whereas, it, you know, in Chelsea, even though they lost, it was madness, but it was brilliant madness yeah. because it was, it was a determination. Just, we were going to lose the game anyhow. If we played with, you know, 4-3-1, we'd have lost 3-1 come what may. They would, eventually they'd have scored and then they got one yeah. more. If the song goal goes in, if Bentancur is an inch quicker, mm. it's 2-2, I don't think Chelsea can bounce back mm. from that. Mm. I think their heads would have gone. Mm. So whilst it didn't work, I absolutely understood why he went for it. Mm. I want to see on Saturday that endeavour and mentality. I'm not worried about losing. I'm worried about not trying to win. Did it surprise you? Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. It was odd in a way that Wolves game. And, and you know, there's a lot said about Ange and his uncompromising front foot tactics always in all circumstances and obviously being down to nine men and playing like that at Chelsea was the ultimate example of that and yet as you say we went to Wolves and the selection was odd because he picked three kind of deep lying midfielders didn't he didn't pick an attack he could have picked the Chelsea but instead he put Hoiberg in didn't he with Basuma and Saar and so there wasn't really a, an obviously creative kind of front foot midfielder did that surprise you? Well I think the onus is then on, on the fullbacks to get get forward and Povo did for the goal as we saw mm. but we didn't get we, there was a lack of endeavour there was a lack of spark maybe they were just still absolutely run you know too many of them have played the whole game against against 11 and maybe that was part of it yeah. as well he did say they ran out of legs yeah you could, see, you could yeah. see that they were they were suffering now I wonder if he might think about changing things because if he if he goes back to that sort of free Chelsea a way of playing that's how Villa play as well so we're right. going to have both teams within five yards of the centre circle. And it's going to be this 50 yards of yeah. space behind both of them, which would be quite entertaining, <laughs> yeah. but madness. Yeah. Um, I, I wonder if he might think about just changing the, the shape because Villa aren't expecting that. Mm. Villa are set up to play against Spurs playing a certain way. Mm. If he was to go, you know, four diamond two mm. with Son and Johnson as, as a two, 
the onus is on the fullbacks to provide width, which you can do if Adogi's there, mm. with maybe um, Kulisevsky at, at, in the 10 position at the tip yeah. of the diamond. Yeah. I'm not saying he's going to do that, but it yeah. may be something that would make, make Villa think again. Yeah. Um, Villa uh, have been really good. They're fantastic at home. But if you look, they've had three absolute shocking away performances. Yeah. Newcastle on the first day, Liverpool, and then Forest, where they simply didn't turn up. Yeah. So let's hope we can have a full one of those, you know, yeah. because they're a good team, yeah. but they have it in them just to not to turn up. a very up. bad day, yeah. Mm. I mean, the Forest one was a real shocker. No one saw that coming, did they? No, and, and that's, you know, that's, that's the Premier League, isn't it? You don't really know what you're going to get, but you certainly know that, <laughs> it's a cliche, but there's no easy game, yeah. so anyone can beat anyone. Yeah. Um, which is why, why you still, you know, you've got to be really positive about, uh, about Tottenham, but you, you, you just can't predict <laughs> the way things are going to go. And I think going back to that Chelsea game, you know, 15 minutes in, you're looking at it thinking, this ought to ne- end up four or five nil Spurs. Yeah. You couldn't actually see Chelsea scoring. I see a lot of them anyway in, with my work, and they really got a problem up front. Mm. You couldn't see them scoring, and you could see Spurs scoring four or five. You know, yeah. when, And that... That hairline offside against Son, which was yeah. a contender for goal of the month, if not season, absolute yeah. beautiful work of art of a goal. Mm. Um, if that goes in, then it all goes off. And I don't know why they they just lost their heads. And it was, you know, my, wasn't my key, report. Wasn't the key moment just after the Son goal when Romero, for no reason, decides he wants to be a right winger? Yeah. And he goes hairing down the right wing. And from that moment... For the next 15 minutes, there was a collective loss of head. Yeah. And if you look back, so Udogi should be sent off. We got, he got away with that. It was a terrible tackle. It's not deliberate, but it's a red card. He got lucky. If you look at the Romero red card, that came from a Spurs goal kick when he just hiked a clearance. He could have passed it five yards to the bloke to, to Porro. He could have played it short. He could have passed anywhere on the pitch. And he completely scuffed his clearance straight into the middle of the park. And he was still, his head was still all over the shop. Mm. And for me, I've got no arguments with that penalty and that red card. The only question I would say is, certainly got no argument with the red card, but what I would say is Sterling's dived. So Sterling's dive means it's a free kick for Tottenham. It's still a red card for Romero, but it's not a penalty. Right. And bizarrely, I'm absolutely sure that if... Jackson hadn't been offside and he They was. wouldn't have checked it They wouldn't seen have it. gone back. They yeah. would have... They, they, yeah. they, I was talking to Howard Webb about this yesterday. Yeah. And he was saying, they probably should have done, but I don't think they would have done. Yeah, and he's yeah. the head of refereeing. Yeah. And he was... Yeah, he was, yeah which but, is the... Cla- yeah, another uh, millions of examples of why VAR isn't what it was billed to be. But also, it was sort a, of but it was... A, it, he was offside, so yeah. they were right to de- deny. And I'm sorry, it was a penalty. Yeah. Under the rules as they are now, I know... Five, ten, fifteen years ago, it's just a great tackle. But the game has changed. Yeah, that, that, under the rules, under the laws as they are now, yeah. it's a red card. I felt reflecting on the game afterwards that Romero was probably the real culprit in that game. In that, I felt like they wound him up deliberately. They'd, they'd gone for him. They knew he was vulnerable. They knew he could be wound up. And they got him in that state, yeah. that crazy state. We've seen he had it before. Cr- with him, we've we? seen it before. Yeah. I had Steve Perriman on my other podcast this week, Life Goals. You've got two podcasts. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he, um, he kept it like quiet. A two car, two car ownership. <laughs> and he said to me, he was. I mean, he's as we all know, he's absolutely brilliant. He, he, he said to me that um, when Messi came out and said Romero was the best defender in the world, 
uh, he thought that was a great accolade the first time. And then he said, Messi said it again. And then Perriman's thinking to himself, don't keep saying it or it might turn out to mm. not be true because yeah. you're saying it too much. He said, when he said it the third time, he said, I thought to myself, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> That's he, what he said. Did he get on to Messi and, say, and well, pass that message on person? I wish he would. Yeah. But, but, you know, we well, all know exactly what he means because yeah. you look at that game and Romero, it's all gone mad. And, and he, he does have that about but, him. But he, he, he hardly made that. a foul until that point mm. in the entire season. Something yeah, been exactly, really good. But they knew they could... They yeah. could they could yeah. get him, well, and I think I, that's what the whole game hinged on. Yeah, I, I thought I was uh, I was at Pochettino's press conference the following Friday, and what I thought was really telling was when um, a couple of people were asking about the fallout from the Spurs game. He said, uh, and and comparing it to the Battle of the Bridge, you know, the famous two-two yeah. draw that that the night Leicester won the league, which I was at as well, and I remember that was a collective he- everybody loss, lost loss it. ahead. Yeah, yeah I mean. And that was led, I remember that one vividly, it was led by two or three Chelsea players being completely outplayed now and, and beaten on the pitch, deciding to start winding up. Fabregas being one of them, Hazard another, um, mm. I think it might be Naz Piliqueta another one. And they just started little, little niggly stuff. Things. Niggly things. There was a suggestion of a racist uh, comment from one of really? them to, to one of the Spurs bench. And it really wound up the Spurs players. Yeah. And at Stamper Bridge, you see exactly what's going on. And it all kicked off there. Poch lost his head as well at half-time, if you remember. And then, you know, the, the end result was Chelsea got the result they needed. Spurs had lost their heads and, yeah. and, and Leicester won the league. Now, Pochettino was asked about this the other night, and uh, uh, the following Friday after the uh, Spurs game. And he said, um, uh, I learned a lesson from the Battle of the Bridge. And that was about losing your head. And it was about... Um, trying to sort of keep control of the game when you're in control of the game. Uh, he said, that's what I learned. That essentially saying, I, I saw my team lose control when they were in control because they lost their heads. Later on, in a separate element of the uh, press conference, he was asked about um, Chelsea themselves being a bit soft. And he said, yeah, you, you sometimes need to be a bit nasty. He said, me as a player, you know, I would have, have got sent off every week for mm. VR. I, you know, you've got to be nasty. You have the dark side, you know. Mm. And... I don't think it's any coincidence that Spurs, <laughs> one of the first incidents I put in my notepad on that, on that match report, the Spurs-Chelsea uh, on the Monday night, Madison clattered after about 35 seconds by yeah. Casido, yeah. you know, and then about three minutes later, he's clattered by someone else, you yeah. know, and he ends up going off before half-time mm. injured. And Chelsea, you know, and I'm not going to say this was, this was the team talk, but I... There's <laughs> nothing wrong with rotation fouling. A lot no, of no, no. I mean, no, no. But, but yeah. I, I do know Pochettino would have gone into that game fully aware that they weren't going to beat Spurs playing football. Yeah. But they could get under the skin of Spurs. And there was one player in particular, we all know, that if you get under his skin... He's going to kick off. It's going to kick mm. off. And, there's, and that was, you know, as I say, I, I was watching at 1-0. It was almost 2-0, 15 minutes in, thinking, this is, what could go wrong here? Well, I suppose we could get a man sent off, perhaps. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. It's and disappointing, I think, isn't it? You know, and, and I think that's what would upset or, or cause Postacoglu to look at it now and think, okay, how do we prevent that next time? Yeah. Because other teams will do it now. Yeah. You know, because we, we all thought pre-season, as you said, pre-season everyone thought Romero's a, you know, a good defender but a loose cannon. And yet he'd gone 11, 10 games 
absolutely mm. hardly committed a foul, certainly yeah. hardly got booked, I think. And then suddenly it all goes. And, and from there on, the second Udogi booking was as a result of yeah. everyone pushing up. You know, he, he had a one-on-one with He didn't Sterling. need to go, though, did he? Because he'd actually, the ball was going nowhere. That was, again, it was a, I think he, Sterling he, was coming through. I mean, he, he, gone, he was going wide. He didn't yeah, have to yeah, make yeah. the tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. even so. Anyway, it, it, it all sort of went from there. And then, you know... Let's put it to bed. Disappointing, <laughs> disappointing that we can be done that way. Because as you say, we can always be done that way. Disappointing to lose a game in that. On the other hand, it's a funny thing. In some ways, I looked at it and thought, well, we haven't lost, we haven't lost a game this season through being outplayed. So, we, we, you know, that was a catalogue of, of, uh, of disasters that were nothing to do with playing badly. The Wolves game, we weren't outplayed. We just ran out of legs at yeah. the end. And it was also a classic example of, as, as the old cliche goes, these things even themselves up. I mean, that was Liverpool coming back. Yeah, to and Sheffield Absolutely. United. Yeah. yeah, but Liverpool more than Well, Wolves was Liverpool. like Sheffield United yeah. and Chelsea was yeah. like Liverpool. Yeah, it, yeah. Know, it, over a season, you often get these little runs of things go for you, runs go against you. It's a long season for that reason. If it, and if it isn't over one season, it's over two seasons. It just happens. You've got to, you've got to deal with the situation as you, as yeah. you find it. Yeah. And yeah. the question is now, no, there's no point in dwelling over what was. It's about yeah. what is next. That's yeah. the key. Yeah. And this game, which we'll talk about in a minute, is quite mouthwatering from that point of view. It's, it's the right kind of game because it's not an easy game, but it is a home game. It's a game between, you know, two good sides. It's quite mouthwatering in a way. But we'll take a quick break. And we'll come back and talk about that in a bit more detail. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. For premium content, including a daily news show, experts, player interviews, and original documentary series on Spurs, go to patreon.com forward slash Spurs show and support our show in the process. There's Spurs show merchandise available. There are new t-shirt designs, including a Postacoglu tribute design... With a kangaroo, I think. <laughs> a host of other eye-catching merchandise. Check them all out and be the envy of all your friends, it says here. Our monthly London live shows are up and running. Oh, it's a great time to sign up at season.spurshow.net as our Christmas show is at Dingwalls, Camden on Monday, December the 11th with Clive and Paul Allen. It's a family show. And next year, on March the 20th, we have a Spurs show evening with Paul Gascoigne. 
Gaza. Ooh. We've been trying to get him for 15 <laughs> years. Um, so the cost of your season ticket will be half repaid with that event alone, it says. <laughs> okay. For individual show tickets, check out the link to the description in the description of this podcast. You can now get your Christmas show tickets. And why not get some Gaza tickets as a Christmas present for yourself and a loved one? Follow us on Facebook, X and Instagram. And please leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts. Next week, I think Mike's in the chair. And we've got Paul Hawksby, Jeff Dean and Kim Chambers. Right. So we're going to look at this game in a little bit more detail. First of all, let's look at our selections. Let's assume Udogi is fit. Obviously, he comes straight back in. We assume that Dyer and Davis, who uh, Davis came through the Wales games unscathed, I think, uh, continue in the middle of the defence. Well, maybe you play Emerson at centre-half. Got more pace then. Yeah. More pace uh, against Watkins. It might be quite useful because yeah. Dyer's going to get done for, done for legs by Watkins. Watkins runs in behind and he's good at that. He's a good player. Um, and whilst I think all of us would admit that Emerson is not the greatest player on the ball, although he has improved, yeah. defensively he's pretty solid. And we, he's played at centre-half occasionally has an, he? an extremist before. Mm. He's going to be really confident that he's got back in the Brazil team, or we, even if they lost to... Argentina right. Did he play? Did he, he actually started, play? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Wow. Bloody hell. So <laughs> I think that's, I would consider that as an option to play him there. Yeah. With probably Davis. And what, and drop Dyer, you think? Yeah, I, I just think that. Uh, but whereas then there's a lack of height and bulk in well, there, isn't there? Well, there may be, but I think the, I know it's awful, but I don't think the mood will be great if Dyer's playing centre half. I, I mean, he's done, he hasn't done anything no, wrong, I, has look, he? I think Eric Dyer has been a brilliant servant for the club. And he, he did okay and when he came against Chelsea. He did, he did okay against Wolves. He did well against Chelsea. Yeah. And I don't think he did terribly badly no. against, against Wolves. I just think if he's not playing, I, this is sound awful, I know, but I think the mood might be better in the ground. What do you know about these young... Cause there's look, they're good, but... Phillips and, and Norrington. And Dorrington. Dorrington, yeah. do you really want to throw kids in against... Premier League We've seen, we've seen it happen players. before, haven't we? We've but, seen it. I, I mean, you can do it. I remember, this is a long time ago, 2010-ish, 9-ish? 8, actually. 2008, going to Blackburn to watch Chelsea. And they had Drogba in his pomp. And Blackburn played this kid at centre-half who played two games called Phil Jones. And he was absolutely magnificent. Yeah. And I watched Phil Jones and thought he's going to be England centre-half centre for the next yeah. 10 years. And I was wrong. <laughs> but <laughs> Turned out to while, be 10 minutes. For a while, you could see... And he did get yeah. 40 caps. I mean, he wasn't yeah. He was a good player, wasn't he? Yeah, he he'd become, lost, for some reason, he he's become a meme, hasn't he? he where lost it's his he's grimaces. But he was outstanding. <laughs> was, yeah. And so... Maybe you could take that, but it would be a gamble yeah. to, ask, to ask kids yeah. to play. I, I don't think Postacoglu's like that. I don't think he takes those sort of gambles. Um, if, one, if, if one of those two misses out, I think it's more likely to be Davis, realistically. Um, because, because he's not a centre-half. Yeah, but, not, but then you've got no I left, know Mings isn't playing, side, but they've got, they've got a lot of aerial power as well, haven't they, for set pieces yeah. and stuff like that. So I still think they'd have Dyer in there. Mm. And, uh, you know, I, so, don't, I don't think Phillips yet, but I think Phillips... If it carries on like this, you know, Phillips over the course of the season will start getting game. game time. I think they're going to get, they're going to have to use yeah. those kids because they're talented. We know, you know, look yeah. at, look at the impact that Donnelly and Lancashire had on the, uh, and uh, on the 21s or the 19s last week. M Moore's got a hat trick for the 17s against, against Croatia. They're clearly really talented players, mm. but you don't want to throw them in 
too early into that because deep Because you pool. might shatter their well, confidence. Well, you just, you know, you can't guarantee that they'll swim in it. And if yeah. they drown, then they, you and may Unfortunately, we them. don't have the League Cup in order no. to do that. With, or, or, do you it for, or you ate <laughs> for group games or anything like that, which is the one downside of, the, uh, of that. Um, but then, of course, if Hidogi isn't fit, then we'll, we'll probably have Emerson Royale at left back mm. and then we're back yeah. to probably Dyer and Davis in the middle. In the midfield, the interesting thing is uh, Basuma's out, which is a this is stupid. It was a slightly I thought it was unfortunate to get booked actually at Wolves, but yeah, but he's a he's a booking waiting to happen every game. He's, had, he's been booked in that. almost every single game, hasn't yeah. he? I mean, I mean you, he's been great, but yeah. he does he does make those tackles that ask the re that referees are looking to yeah. book. Yeah, just yeah. Big, and that's it. And maybe he's got to think about when he makes his tackles. Yeah, but. He's been so impressive on the pitch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him a pass on yeah. the suspension. I don't mind that. But who comes in is the question then, because you got, you got Saar and perhaps Hoybier, and then does he bring Bentancur in? He started yeah. for Uruguay, didn't yeah, he? Ben yeah, I think Bentancur is ben really, yeah. So then does Bentancur, because he's a touch player, obviously, but he normally plays deep, does he play a little bit further forward? I think so, because that was where towards the end of, uh, well, end of the season, certainly the end of his season, he was starting to get forward more for Spurs, wasn't he? He was scoring a couple of goals, he was getting forward and assisting. You yeah. can see that style. And he yeah. did it with Uruguay in the World Cup. He was a proper box-to-box -box player. And he's got the talent. So I God think knows. he's got more about him. He doesn't need to, uh, we need, it, also, the fact that he's been away and playing has actually been good. Yeah. Because yeah. he's got, he's had competitive... He's got 90 rather minutes... Rather than just sitting at home in his in tank. Yeah. Break, yeah. He's, he's got some... Because what was obvious, evident when he came on, post Palace was that he was still finding his feet. Yeah, rusty, wasn't he? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I so I think he could go straight into that Basuma role. I think that's that's a given. Right. And then you've got, well, Saar and possibly Skip and Hoiberg as as the other Two, know, two from those three. Two of those three. So you don't think he's, he's going to be tempted to play Lacelso, well, who got the assist, so of course, rather yes, than Lacelso is another one. But I think Villa's midfield is is their is is actually their strength. You know, right. they, and that's where they absolutely murdered Spurs twice last season yeah. I, I saw him at Chelsea as well energy just, and drive they, it was actually very uh, I think it was early in the season last year or it might have been the season before but it was it was a Tuchel side and they brought in who was the, who was the they brought in the guy from Spain very well regarded but hard, sent midfield left, left side midfielder Spain played at anyway I'm trying to think he took him off at half time because Villa were just running rings around him Right, um, and they, you know, McGinn, and uh, you know, it's, it's a strong midfield, isn't right. it? Right, and, and so on. So, oh, so yeah, I mean, the, the boy that they're on loan from Atletico Madrid. Yes, yeah, yeah. Whoever he is, yeah, <laughs> you know, the real name. Excellent player. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I mean, he lasted <laughs> forty-five minutes of his yeah. debut, and he was hooked yeah. because they. Yeah. So that's their real strong suit, I think. Yeah, and. They've got to be Spurs have got to be strong there. They've got to be strong there. It doesn't mean they've they've got to be um, So that's why maybe don't they, put Lacelso in. Lacelso's just a little bit industry and muscle yeah. in there. I mean he got caught, didn't he? One of the Wolves goals, I think he was caught in possession. Yeah. You know, okay. that's the, the Look, sort I mean, of downside. I, I don't think apart from two games, he's actually looked a player in the all the Premier time he's League. been in the club. Yeah, strange, isn't it? Because he always he's so highly rated yeah. wherever else he plays. David Howes is in the building, Ooh. everybody. Ooh. So so I, 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 I've lost a lot of faith in myself, so not that I had much to yeah, start Yeah, but I, it's just such a strange... I just don't understand why he can be so good for Argentina, so good when he plays in Spain. Why, why, can't, he, why can't he do it? Well, because he was signed by Pochettino, and he was a Pochettino style of player. And then, you know, within a couple of months, he's... And he wasn't really fit, was he, if you remember? No, but I mean start. now. And then he was playing under managers who didn't really fancy that sort of a player. 
So yeah, but that, none of that. that none of that. Me, none it, of that it, says it, he, he can't did, do he it. He did look quite decent in pre-season, didn't he? Yeah, but then you know, Fulham. He was in the league. He, league Cup. He was pitiful. I thought. You know. Yeah. And he, and yeah. He's, he's had enough chances, and but, I don't. I, I, never, I, know, I don't see a player that's going to take command of a game at any point. What it's worries all... me is that Madison was the biggest miss I felt against oh, yeah. Wolves because we, we only had one shot on target after after 85 minutes or something like yeah. that. And that, I mean, that is completely goes against everything that we've been about. And you realise that Madison is the one who's been Knitting doing all, all that. And, yeah, and, we, yeah. and so unless Bentoncourt slightly becomes like that... But, which but is why I was arguing about maybe playing... Changing the shape and playing Kulisevsky yeah, in, 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 in a hole, ten. Yeah. Because A, he'll run all day. He'll show for the ball. But he is clever. He yeah. has got two feet. He likes Find, his left he and he angles. goes right. Yeah. And he, he can play a pass. Yeah. And, it, and I said Villa won't be expecting that. Mm. And sometimes giving them something different to think about maybe maybe an idea. Like, I'm not saying he'll do it because I, I don't think he will. But I wonder if he might consider mm. just a, a, a tweak. Mm. He said, it, Kulisevsky said himself that he'd like to play 10. Yeah, you know, that, that's I've heard something. Him say it, yeah. And you can see he's, too, he's generally two footed. You know, he, he can open up play. So, as, as Martin said, he, he can pass, he can shoot. You know, he's a dangerous. And he never stops running. You know, his, his yeah. stats are phenomenal. Yeah, I think. And he, then you've got the pacing behind of both Son and, and Johnson. Yeah. So, you've got, you, you, we don't play as we have been, but their centre halves will not like being forced deep. Mm. By two quick men through the mid, you know, playing yeah. in, so inside left, inside right, as it were, rather yeah. than an orthodox nine. Yeah. And or they can just spin one, can spin round the other. I mean, they're, they're good enough players; they can do that. Yeah, and I'm assuming Richarlison obviously won't be fit. Although this although is only he's a, out for a he's while. Out for, he's had an operation. So I know he's had an operation, but it was a, they're saying it was a minor procedure. But I don't know how minor it is. Yeah, it's a but, month or so, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so actually, we haven't got much cover up front at all, have we? Feliz is basically it. Yeah, who's who's completely green, isn't he? I mean, yeah. who knows whether he can make an impact or not? He's had a couple of cameos at end of ge- at the ends of games. So yeah. again, that, that's a, that's a concern, isn't it? Because if we get an injury in one of those front three players, we're really struggling there, and we're looking at changing the system, aren't we? We're changing the formation because. Yeah. But that's what happens. Deal with it. I'm, yeah. Honestly, stop. Now I looked at the injury table. The, the Athletic ever useful. They always always like to be helpful. They they published a injury table today. And we're, we're only we're like lower mid table in, yeah. in terms of the amount of injuries. Newcastle and Manchester United are the ones who've had most yeah. of the injuries. There and was you a report. At, you look at their form, and it makes sense. There was a report on Sunday, um, which was uh, commissioned after the World Cup. So looking at the level of injury of players who took part in the World Cup. Yeah. And on average, players who played in the World Cup have, have missed eight days more right. than they than normal than players who didn't. Which is know. what we all anticipated. Yeah, yeah, and that's you know that's modern football, isn't it? There's yeah. almost there's hardly a break. Yeah, and, there's no and break that's what after this get. summer. Yeah. So the next three summers, an awful lot of players will be playing four week tournaments every summer. So you've got Euros in twenty four in twenty four. We won't be in it, but thirty two teams, including twelve from Europe, are going to be in the Club World Cup. In the following summer. The following summer. The next summer is a 48-team World Cup where you need eight games to win it, which will last 39 days. It's just relentless. Yeah. It really is. How do you get in that Club World Cup then? Ah, this is... So, 12 places in Europe. They, uh, they're going to be the four Champions League winners from 21 to 24. So, at the moment, that's Chelsea, Real Madrid, City, and whoever wins this year. And then it's the best eight teams at the moment in Europe's coefficient table. However, 
there's a question of capping it at one or two per nation. Right. Bloody hell. So it could be Rangers getting, but if it's two per nation, it would go down to a fight between United, Leipzig and Porto, I think, for the last place. Bloody hell. And is that going to be played out like a World Cup? Oh, yeah, seven, be... seven, game seven games to win it. With group, groups and then 32 knockouts. 32 teams, and... four, eight groups of four, last 16, So last they're eight. hoping to sell it like a massive TV be, event. It will yeah. be, a, whatever people think, it will be a massive TV event. And we wow. need to be part of it in 2029 because it's going to be worth 50, 60 million quid. And massive exposure and for the brand. global exposure. Yeah. It's, go it's going to be, I think it may end up being bigger than the World Cup. Whoa! Because... The teams are going to be better. Yeah, the club, quality the of the best play, club teams are the always best better. club yeah. teams are better than the, yeah. the best international teams. Yes. Well, that is a sobering thought, and that I think can. I think we on that note we could probably call it, uh, bring it to an end. But of course, I'm afraid, gentlemen, I am obliged to ask you for pred predictions, Jerry. What's the score going to be on uh, Sunday? Two o'clock on Sunday. Hate, yeah. Well, two o'clock it'll be nil nil. <laughs> um, hopefully. <laughs> Four o'clock, <laughs> or it could be about <laughs> half past four, the way things are going. Yeah. Um, two one's the most common score in football, isn't it? Uh, I'm just hoping it'll be two one Tottenham's favour. Okay. I think it will be difficult for Spurs to win at the moment. Mm. If you offer me a one all, I'm afraid I'd take it. Right. I really would. Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to say three two Tottenham. Okay, I'm going to say three-two Tottenham. I like the way Johnson's coming along. I think he, I think Son's having potentially the season of his life. I just feel good about the forwards. They are taught myself into that. <laughs> that's it. That that's the end of uh, this show. Everyone here will be looking forward to David Howes coming on for a, for the second show. But for now, Spurs fans around the world, this uh, I'd like to say thank you to Jerry and Martin, Theo Delaney in Central London, saying, "Can you Spurs?" If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.